0: Welcome to episode 120 of Piece of Goose Podcast, 120, yeah, we made it, dude. Uh, I'd like to thank you for telling your friends, your family, your co-workers about uh, the podcast and getting them in on it Turn turning them into naughty little boys and naughty little girls and uh, all that good jazz. We got a real, dude, this is a, a Waffle House heavy episode, so I hope you guys are ready to get into it. Um, other than that... Again, just I appreciate you guys listening and telling everybody about it. Sit back, relax. We'll do it Sit live! Back, okay. no, we'll do it live. Just... Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> all right airplane mode activated fuck yeah yeah. we're back Thursday maybe Thursday's the new night I record I can guarantee you that for sure we will be recording at least once a week I will get that done so I haven't missed a week yet and I can promise you that's not gonna that ain't that ain't changing there fuck yeah Dude. Uh, a buddy of mine sent me the a video of another Waffle House brawl. Has anyone like I'm sh- <laughs> I feel like I'm like Johnny Carson, but I'm in a shed by myself. I'm like anybody seen this Waffle House brawl everyone's talking about? You seen this? You heard about this? There was another wa- like here's the thing is Waffle Houses are just notorious for fucking um there's just late night fights. Like, people go there, they're fucking hammered, and they're open 24 hours. It is it is a recipe for disaster. You know? No one gives credit to a lot of places that are 24 hours in, like, a major metropolitan city or even, like, just outside of, like, a small college town or wherever it may be. No one gives enough 24-hour uh, establishments uh, credit for how many fights actually happen after hours. Like, midnight to 4 a.m.? <laughs> The fight happens And it's not the first time I've seen a Waffle House fight Where someone throws a chair Like that's just You know That's standard issue That is Standard issue as 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 it comes Okay And that is That's the way we live You get in a fight You get drunk with your boys You go to Waffle House You get in a verbal altercation That leads to a physical altercation And then you throw a chair at somebody That is a rite of passage in the United States if you live in the South. Are Waffle Houses in the Midwest? Where are they all? I know they're not out here. Let me see. Oh, great. Don't got internet again. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's see if... Come on, internet. Uh, I guess we just go Waffle House locations. And, well... Yeah. And I had pulled up because uh, I want, apparently, the former Waffle House employee that went viral for swatting the chair away uh, put on a YouTube rant and said she was blacklisted. <laughs> uh, Waffle House locations. I'm going to get back to that little article <laughs> real, real quick. Um, actually, while it's loading, I guess now. So okay. Um, so this girl, a year after that happened, so a former Waffle House employee who went viral when she swatted away a chair that was flung at her uh, during a wild brawl, says she was blacklisted by the chain and she she acted in self-defense. The woman identified as Haley B has posted a lengthy YouTube video called WHW Storytime, where where she minces no words as she recounts the incident from 2021. I was blacklisted. I can never work at a Waffle House again. (laughs) That's not like an actor losing his career. (laughs) That's not like That's not like Odell Beckham Jr. Being a free agent <laughs> Dude, it's so funny I was blacklisted I can never work at a Waffle House again I tried working for another For another sometime earlier this year And they found out I was blacklisted uh, Haley says In an ex <laughs> <laughs> I was blacklisted, Haley says, in an explicit filled rant between puffs of vape. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ripping clouds just fucking another cloudy day in fucking Texas. Because Haley B's ripping the fucking shit out of her rig. And, uh... An explicit filled rant between puffs of vape that might be the funniest thing I've read all year just that sentence not the whole thing it's I mean the whole thing as collectively is kind of pathetic but um uh, like imagine I don't know what it's like I don't know what, like the economy's like but the idea that like being blacklisted from Waffle House an employee, like not a, just go like, if you're setting your bar that low to just be a fucking like fast food dog, like, and good on you. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is when you work there, it shouldn't be like, and I'll just, it, this is just the honest truth. This shouldn't be a 20 year gig for you. If you're working at a fast food restaurant You should be working on getting out as fast as you can, bettering yourself, being better at what you do, whatever it is you do. You want to work at a restaurant, go be a line cook at a fucking actual restaurant and then work your way up if that's what you want to do. But like if you're like a long term employee where you're just like, yep, assistant manager at Waffle House, what do you want from me? You know, like you work at, you can't work at Waffle House, go work at a Denny's. Go work at a Sherry's. Go find yourself any cafe and go work there. Like Waffle House is not the end-all be-all of dining experiences. Unless unless you treat it like uh, Knights of the Round Table or whatever that fucking shit is in uh, Cable Guy. <laughs> Where they go and fight in, in like horseback. I think it's called Knights of the Round Table maybe. Um, What is it Medieval Restaurant That's going to take 40 minutes to load So uh, Medieval Times That's what it's called It's a tournament dinner That's cool as all fucking hell And uh, Yeah if, if you want to go there For a, a dinner and a show Late night bite and a show Then hell yeah for sure But, um, oh, here we go. We got a map. The fact that she's like, I'm blacklisted from, go do anything else. You know, you want to work in a restaurant, go work in a fucking real restaurant and go be the best restaurant person that you can. Being in the food service industry is a super duper important job. I'm not saying that it's not. What I'm saying though, is that if you're blacklisted from a place, hey, Just go get a different job. Okay, so there's no Waffle Houses in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana. All the way through most of the Midwest. Nothing in California, Nevada. And then... Wow, what's going on? Oh, I got to click and hold them out. Okay, there we go. Oh, 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 uh uh-oh. Here we go. So, each state has a bubble on it right where it says the number of waffle houses in that state so like basically like nevada all the way up to so if you go from california up to minnesota There's no Waffle Houses if you cut it straight in half. And then you start getting them in Arizona and uh, Colorado. So there's 10 in Colorado, 15, and it's a little gray bubble that has a number in it. So the the bubble gets bigger (laughs) as you gain more Waffle Houses. There's 396 in Georgia. 400, wow. The number just went up. There's 85 in Florida, 115 in Indiana. What? Excuse me? I feel like we're missing out on Buffalo, New York needs one. Detroit, Michigan definitely needs a half does. Let's see. We keep going over like Let's keep Waffle House out of, like, the Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah, San Diego, North, or San Diego, <laughs> South Dakota, North Dakota. We don't need anything there. We need to keep Waffle House out of that. Keep it keep it nice and tidy. Utah, definitely, you cannot put a Waffle House in Utah. Absolutely fucking not. I could see you putting something in Wyoming, you know. Billings, Montana, Helena, Montana, I could... Definitely see maybe putting a Waffle House there. Boise, Idaho, for sure. I'm I'm shocked there's not one in, in Las Vegas. I'm absolutely shocked. Throw a half does at Los Angeles. You know, another half does at like San Diego. Definitely pop a are you fucking kidding me? There's not ten in Sacramento. Like at least two in Sacramento. Stop. Stop. Reno? Give me a couple Waffle Houses in Reno. Oregon's way too clean to uh, have a Waffle House in, but uh, Spokane, Washington, anywhere Tri Cities, uh, Tacoma definitely needs a Waffle House or two. Definitely now, Bellingham definitely probably not, but Tacoma, Tacoma, Spokane. If I was gonna pick three places to put a Waffle House in. Uh, In Seattle, we're going Federal Way, Tacoma, Spokane. Easy. That's easy. I just made the decision. That was easy. Throw my hands up. My, my My job here is done. I've expanded Waffle House from corner to corner of the United States in the few clicks of a button. I promise you those locations would stay busy. Okay. God, what a world. In the crazy clip, which was posted on twenty December 22nd, Haley was seen facing off against a group of rowdy customers at the Waffle House joint in Austin, Texas. Looks like Haley's missing a couple tiefers. Uh In her vid- video, she says the six people sat in a section that was closed off to reduce the influx of customers during a busy night, but ignored her request to move and demanded immediate service i worked at waffle house i worked at waffle house on and off for four years i worked my way from being a waitress to being a rock star (laughs) she says adding the chain doesn't give that honor to just anybody okay i worked at waffle house on and off for about four years i worked my way from being a waitress to being a rock star And not just anybody's Waffle House rock star. Good for me. (laughs) You know what? She's actually just saying what I just said. That little rant I went on. She was literally one of the best Waffle House employees. So, like I said, if you're going to work at a restaurant, be the best. If you're going to be a garbage man, be the best garbage man. If you're going to be a lawyer, try and be the best lawyer. You know, some things are way harder to accomplish than others. But this girl did it. In four years on and off at Waffle House, she went from Plain Jane Waitress to Waffle House Rockstar. What do you have to say about that? Get the fuck out of my face. Okay? The six come in. They're loud. They're making noise. Cool. Everybody's loud. Everybody's drunk. It's after last call. Bars are closed so you can go home. Or you don't have to go home, but you can't just stay here type thing. There's no way I read that, right? The six come in. They're loud. They're making noise. Cool. Everybody's loud. Everybody's drunk. It's after last call. Bars are closed, so you can't go home. Or you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here type thing, she says. So she's got to be talking about the bars there. She can't be talking about... (laughs) Boy. Um... The girl in the leopard pants starts coming up and, you know, hey, can I get a glass of water? Hey, can I get a glass of tea? Now, granted, I get it. You're drunk. You're thirsty for sure. Yeah, catch someone's attention. We're busy. I get it. It's Waffle House. I'm starting to think that working at Waffle House is like working at the zoo. Working at Waffle House is like working at an oil rig. It's extremely dangerous, it would seem. And I feel like most Waffle House employees are given the uh, like specific instructions where it's like, now these are the patrons. You don't want to fuck with them. Just give them their food and be quiet. But after the manager leaves and it's like, you know, you know, the the fucking witching hour. (laughs) It's the witching hour. And then what? You know, then what? It's time for you to serve hands to the customers. You know those employees are like, yeah, but I wouldn't let them say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just gonna let that? You're just gonna let that customer call you a bitch ass to your face? Go serve him up a nice side of hands with some gravy on top. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Dude, I've been called I had a guy call me like probably six, seven, eight years ago. He called me a rotten little cunt to my face and then spit down at my boots. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> You're not gonna let a fucking customer disrespect you in your waffle house, dude. This is too good. <laughs> so a manager okay. Uh, but the woman kept harassing Haley, who claimed the woman snarled, I'm going to make that white bitch cook my food down. I don't know what that means. Okay. So when my manager comes over, I told him... Okay, so I'm, so this is, this is a quote from her. So I think that the uh, New York Post is doing a really good job because they're not like... They're not putting in like taking away words from what she said directly or like adding any words where they're like, and, or, you know, in like the little box thing, they just are just straight from the fucking hip. Exactly what she said. So when my manager comes over, I told him, I said, well, I'm not going to cook your food. So when my manager comes over, I told him, I said, well, I'm not going to cook your food. Haley continues in the clip. Waffle House and any restaurant has a right to refuse service for any reason as long as it's not a discriminatory reason, the former worker continues. I was going to kick them out because they're being rude, she says, adding that she is from the... (laughs) What did she... Yeah, no, oh my god, I gotta take a hit of my inhaler I'm fucking wheezing from this article I was gonna kick them out Because they're being rude, she says Adding that she is from the Lake Charles Adding that she is from the Lake Charles, Louisiana So that means in her, in her little rant She went, I was gonna kick them out Because they're being rude And I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana <laughs> Haley said that thing's got out of hand. She grabbed a sugar sa- shake. She grabbed a sugar sugar shake sugar shaker. Sugar shaker is a hard word to read because when you read it, one of them has sh and one of them just has su, but they both make the sh noise, which is you know strange. Haley said that things got out of hand. She grabbed a sugar shaker and chucked that bitch because she was still jacking her jaw. A feisty former flapjack flipper said waffle houses can be deadly. There are guns, there are bullet holes in the waffle houses that I've worked at, she says. Oh, that's a Oh, so there sh- so Haley is the feisty former flapjack flipper. Okay. There are guns, there are bullet holes in some of the waffle houses that I've worked at. That's how night shift work, and it's sad. It's not safe at night. So we have to do what we can start physical altercations. You have to do what you can start physical altercations. She asked you for water and tea. And then you said like, go find someone that's not busy. And that's how that went. <laughs> like it's, it's, Here's the thing is I've dealt with a thousand drunk people and most of them are noxious and most of them are rude. I was one of them. I was a rude, obnoxious drunk person for sure. I was friendly, but I was rude and I was obnoxious and annoying for sure. Without a doubt, without a fucking doubt. But when you're dealing with a drunk person, unless you want to get in a fight with them, you don't have to you just act nice to them if she was like i want some tea i want some water i want some tea excuse me you just be like yep i'll get you tea and water did you want a lemon with it just give me one second and she would go okay you could even maybe go to a drunk person and if it's as chaotic in my brain as i'm thinking it is to be an employee on the night shift at waffle house you could Look at them and be like, I'll get that as soon as I can. And if I forget, come get me again. I will get you the tea or the water. But instead, she's like, quit jacking your jaw, you dumb bitch. And then chucked the sugar shaker at her. You're breeding violence, and that's why it's not safe. You want to know why it's not safe to be in? <laughs> Jesus. Two months later. Okay, so. However, the next day, Haley said her boss watched the security video and wrote her up for throwing the sugar shaker. Two months later, she decided to leave the Waffle House and get a job at another location. She was told she had been blacklisted. I could never work at a Waffle House again. I tried working for another sometime earlier this year and they found out I was blacklisted, she says in the video. She's got her vape in a fucking tie around her neck. That's absurd. Oh my god after the fracas made the fracas fracas after the fracas made waves online you' you're you're trying too much with that word whoever wrote this you're trying way too much with that word like ruckus is probably the same amount of letters and come on okay actually. Never mind, I'm bitching about stupid stuff. I'm going to add fracas to the inventory. That's now part of my, my vocabulary. After the fracas made waves online, Haley launched a new Twitter account called The Real WWND. So, Wendy. The Real Wendy. Or Waffle House Wendy. Under the user At Witch Dragon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so happy I went down this rabbit hole, dude. Oh, my God. Several users expressed their admiration for the former employee's toughness. If I ever need personal security, I'm hiring WH Wendy, the Cajun enforcer, the featherweight phenom, the take no S chick. One said in a tweet. Even Wonder Woman herself was impressed. Linda Carter, the 71-year-old actress who played the sexy superhero in the 1970s, last week looked into Twitter where she wrote, I trained at Waffle House. (laughs) That's a good one. Good for you at 70. Still got it. In her video, Haley said she simply took care of business that fateful night. They're being rude, belligerent. I finished what I started, and that's really it, she said. The New York Post reached out uh, to Waffle House for comment. Damn, that is so funny, dude. Haley B's just ripping a fucking cloud machine, telling this absurd story about how dangerous it is dangerous it is to work at a Waffle House night shift. Like, if you're just like polite to customers because they're customers, you know, even if they're rude to you. It's not a dig, that's not a dig at your like personal fucking, uh, you know, personal, like I have enough pride, you know, if a customer were to like scream at me and I was working anywhere, I would just be like, okay, let me get it done for you, don't want to get into a fight with you, but Haley did look like she was pretty young, like she was like maybe in her 20s or something, so whatever, that was funny as hell, Waffle House's. Dude, that's wild. That is so fucking... How fucking awesome. Okay, enough of the Waffle House. Moving on. So, actually, this was something that happened to me. Uh, change the subject. Get ready. We're changing subjects. We're doing it fast. We're keeping it fun, and we're keeping it fair. Okay, here we go, guys. Um... Last week after I recorded, I came back out to the shed at night to do like a couple TikToks, whatever, not a big deal. And every time at night that I walk from my back door to this shed where I record, uh, I'll usually see probably at least two bunnies, like for sure, at least two bunnies Um. So I was walking out of my house last week. It was the day after I recorded. So when last week's episode came out, I was walking from my back door to the shed. And in front of me, as I was walking through the grass, I saw two rabbits run hella fast right in front of me. And that's super normal, right? And you can hear them when they run on the grass because when they run, they don't just like scurry like like rats or something like that. They like hop. So like when they when they run across the land, <laughs> like... and then they're gone, right? And so I see the first two take off and it's and they're just sprinting through my lawn. Then I hear two more behind me, um, like two or er, to my right. So. Two of them run, and they're in front of me, and then to my right, two more run, right? And all these bunnies are maybe like two-pound bunnies, like little tiny fuckers. They're just sprinting through my lawn. And all of the sudden, I hear the loudest thudding. It's earthquake coming up fast right behind me, like my blind side, like directly behind me. I don't have time to turn around. I feel something hit my right leg. And my right leg shoots up in the air. I fall down onto my back. And in that moment, I've always known that coyotes will chase bunnies. And this was so loud and so fast and so aggressive That I was like, holy shit, a fucking coyote just ran through me, right? And so I look up, I'm on my back, I look down at my feet. And I'm like scrambling at the same time because there's a coyote in front of me. There is probably a 30, maybe 40 pound rabbit running away from me. It ran right through my fucking leg, took my feet out from under me. And just carried on. I'm not kidding you. This thing was the size of a fucking dog. Just sprinted through me. I got to my feet. And I ran to the shed and locked the door. I was so. I mean I was stoned as all fucking hell. I'll, I'll go ahead and admit that. I was real stoned. Real stoned. I felt great. It wasn't like too stoned to where I was like. ooh, I think I'm having a panic attack. But it was like the perfect where I was like. I'm going to go have a nice little time filming these docs, and this is going to be delightful. I've got a fresh bubbly water in my front pocket. I even think I had a pack of fucking Lifesavers in my pocket too. Like I was getting ready for a night in a fucking gargantuan bunny. I mean this thing... What's the biggest bunny ever recorded? Biggest... Bunny of all time. 49 pounds, 4 feet, 3 inches. Is it possible that one of those giant fucking things, uh, biggest, let's say wild bunny. We're going to go wild bunny. Wild bunny. 26 pounds. In the comment, okay. Okay. the largest bunnies in the world spanish list okay i don't know this thing was fucking massive it was crazy it you know those giant rats that swim around in pot in in like ponds of their own shit in like africa or whatever they're called like papa or some bullshit this thing was that size except for it was jumping and it i mean it had to have covered 40 feet in three seconds. It was just, and then whoop, I'm on my back, and then it's gone. Fucking A. Dude, that was absolutely terrifying. I was shook. I was shook. It ruined the high, it ruined everything. It ruined absolutely everything. Then I went to turn on the heater, the new heater that I was bragging about like three, four podcasts ago, because it was so cold. And I had this heater, and I was like, now it's starting to heat up. Now it's starting to heat up, and everything's all good. I'm feeling nice. Fucking thing is broken. Fucking thing is broken. Of course it is. Of course. No, 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 no. Of course it's fucking broken. You don't want to be having a fucking working heater in the middle of the winter when you're working, when you're, when you're dogging out podcasts left and right out in the, in the freezing cold. Let's, hey. Gang together, uh, podcaster to listener. Let's remember these days, huh? Huh? Let's remember these days. Let's remember, you know, when Joe and Clay took the break. Clay is just grinding out ice cold episodes in the shed. Now they own the 42nd floor of the Columbia Tower. Now he has part ownership of the Seattle Mariners. I thought about it. I want to be, if I was going to own a sports franchise, I was gassed up about, um, like being a part of the Kraken. And I think that I'm too much of a psychopath and, and with, especially with my superstitions, um, That if, especially if I had money invested, it would be out of hand. So I would have to be a part owner of like, like I love the Mariners, but I don't have superstitions for the Mariners. I want them to win a World Series for sure, of course. But uh, my whole life they've been bad, except for this year. Right. So, um, I couldn't do the Kraken and I would just be a Mariners owner, but... The Kraken are on a fucking heater right now. They just won seven in a row, in a gauntlet, in in a in a a road, a road gauntlet, if you will. They had so let me try and remember off the top of my head. So we had Edmonton, we had, okay, let me here we go. We had Edmonton, and then we played. Calgary and then wait did we go to Vancouver first I feel like we went to Vancouver Edmonton Calgary then we played Ottawa god damn I feel like I'm missing one hmm I'm just going to look her up. Hopefully, I got some. Seattle, Kraken, last seven games. Okay. Golly. Oh, I forgot about Buffalo. No, no. I knew I forgot about Buffalo. That was a big one, too. Dang it. That was this week. Fuck. Okay, so that's what it was. Dang, dude. That's a lot of... Okay. What a gauntlet. What a gauntlet. Yeah, so it was Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Buffalo, Boston. Who? Who? Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what it was. So we... Played at home versus the New York Islanders. That was a huge win. Then we went to uh, Edmonton. Beat them 5-2 in Edmonton after they just schlacked us. 7-2 at home. Okay. And then we go to Toronto. We beat one of the quote-unquote best teams in the league 5-1. to one. Keep the fucking change. Go to Ottawa. It's a back-and-forth point fest. The teams can keep the fucking puck out of the net. 8-4. to four. Hope you bet the over. Say hi to your mom for me. Montreal, four to one. We saw that one coming. Buffalo, nail biter, four to three. Uh, and then Boston tonight. We give the Boston Bruins their first loss at home in regulation time this year. They might have the best record in NHL history by the end of the year. If they keep up with they've lost like 6 games. They've lost like 6 games this whole year. Boston is very good. And we played them super duper hard. It was we outshot them. I think we beat them. In, they beat us in faceoffs and then they they hit us like three more times, but we beat them handedly. Fucking Starting to think the Kraken are pretty good. Hey guys, just checking in with you. Starting to think that the Kraken are pretty good. Maybe just a good, solid team. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're just doing good. Oh God, so satisfying. Like no one, no one told me that I should be prepared for feeling this good. You know, about having a winning team. Mm, That feels good. Goddamn. What else do we have? Yeah, they are just... You got the... uh, You know what? I'm going to take a piss break. That's what I'm going to do. Well, that was weird. (laughs) Last thing I know, I was saying, I'm going to go take a piss real quick. And then I went inside, got my inhaler, took two hits of it. Talked to Allie. She's laying on the couch. Asked her if she could make cinnamon rolls this weekend, basically. And then uh, ended up making a chicken Caesar wrap and some onion rings and bringing it out here. Eating while watching a YouTube video of hockey players playing golf with other hockey players. It's called uh, The Sandbagger. So I watched about a quarter episode of that while I chomped down this chicken Caesar wrap and onion rings with a Diet Coke and now it's been an hour. <laughs> Man, I crushed that ass though. So I didn't eat dinner, just by the way. That wasn't like a snack that I made. Because that's the kind of snack you hear about and you're like, Clay's going off the fucking deep end. This is a problem. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty good. Um. One thing that was pretty wild this week that I saw. So, this weekend... Um this weekend, the where can I find that the fucking the Steelers were playing the browns, I think he's playing the browns oh. That's right, okay. So the Steelers were playing the Browns this weekend. And I saw this online. The Steelers got a sack on the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. We all know who that is. He, he, he who shall not be named. They sacked him. And one of the defensive ends... So the guy gets the sack, and he's laying on the ground with his arms out. One of the defensive ends comes up and starts performing CPR on him as a celebration. Not a great look. Hey, that's not a great look. Uh, Remember? Remember they performed CPR on someone just like Monday? Just like Monday? Less than a week ago, they actually performed real-life CPR on a guy. And at this point, DeMar Hammond wasn't even out of the hospital yet. I don't think he had even spoken by then. Did the CPR celebration? Hey, talk about your all-time five five worst plays of all time. That's one of them, 1,000% you get the sack and they were like I'm pretty sure they were winning the game fairly handedly at that point it was like 20 to 7 or some bullshit like that maybe even it was it was they were winning and they got the CPR celly going Demar Hamlin almost dies on the f- field of cardiac arrest 5 days earlier and they're giving the uh 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 staying alive De- Demar shout out though Demar Hamlin is out of um The hospital. He's back in Buffalo. So that's fucking pretty killer, honestly. Fucking shout out to that guy. He's like... One of the things that's pretty dope, and I don't know if I talked about this last week, but the NFL... Like, a lot of people were talking about it where they were like, well... Because of his contract, they don't owe him anything after this. They can just be like, you're on IR and you didn't have enough time to get... uh, Like basically insurance money or a pension from the NFL, so you're fucked. They could have done that, but they paid him his whole contract. And his uh, charity, DeMar Hamlin has a charity, and like millions of dollars have been donated to the charity. So, pretty good. Yeah. But uh, other than that, you know, it's been a pretty quiet week. Um, Seahawks made the fucking playoffs, which is... Is huge, you know. At the beginning of the year when we traded away Russell Wilson, I, I think I even said it on the podcast. I was like, I cannot believe that we did that, right? And I'll admit, like, I, I watch the Seahawks, and I enjoy watching the Seahawks, and I watched them this year, you know, with the expectation that there's no way we're going to make the fucking playoffs and uh Gino Smith shows out. Basically all season, I mean our defense has some struggles, but Gino shows up. Gino plays good. Gino's the most accurate quarterback in the league through 15 weeks, I think. And uh fucking Green Bay loses to Detroit. Shout out Lions for whooping up on on put On putting the big bad man to sleep, young Aaron Rodgers, you put him to sleep. He's in bed now. I don't see a world where Aaron Rodgers um, plays another season, though, right? Do you? He's been in the. He's 39 years old, I think. I don't see him playing another. I mean, he didn't play. Like. This year he didn't play as good as Tom Brady did when he was 39 cuz Tom Brady's in his 40s now, correct? Um Yeah, I don't know. There's all sort of, like here's the thing, is that, uh, there there's so much um there's so much going on like right now in like the, kind of the football world, I guess, like as far as like playoffs getting started. Derek Carr, Raiders, ever heard of him? He's basically on the trademark. They they stopped, yeah. Let me look him up. Derek Carr. And, yeah, he is no longer a Raider. He's on the free market. There's a couple teams that could pick him up, that's for sure. Um. Hmm. Yeah, but we got the... Uh, we got fucking playoffs coming up. That's pretty tight. Um Oh, shout out to fucking Greg Gigax. Big time shout out to Greg Gigax. Found out that he's uh engaged to be married again. Fucking guy. Third time's a charm. I believe that. He called me, I was talking to him on the way home from work two days ago. And we were just bullshitting for like 15 minutes and then he goes oh i got engaged and i was like to be married oh yeah got engaged everything's looking good now and he goes so could you be there it's going to be at china harbor um on easter we're gonna have a lot of stuff going on it's gonna be great and uh, he's like so you're gonna be able to make it right you're gonna be able to make it to that Yeah, let me check to see if I can make it to your wedding on Easter. Like, come on. I'm an adult. I got kids. Easter egg hunts. Come on, brother. Not a chance I'm making it to that wedding. Not a chance. Greg, I love you to death. You know, you're probably listening to this right now. I ain't making it to your fucking wedding. Unless it becomes Easter Eve, Saturday at China Harbor, then I could probably make that. But no way I'm making it Easter Sunday way dude come on spring that shit on me unless I can bring Bo and he runs around with his diaper fuck that yeah maybe <sighs> boy I've never I don't think I've ever stepped foot there's this huge restaurant uh on Lake Union <clears throat> it's called China Harbor it's been there since I was a little kid I remember driving past it like a lot and uh, it's been there forever. Apparently on the second floor you can go up and get a back and whack. Never step foot in there. And now Greg egax is getting married in the China Harbor. Good on you, big dog. I'm sure this one will be the one. And I genuinely mean that. I really do mean that. I'm not saying that like to be a, a bullshitter. I think Greg has made some... Uh, Poor decisions as far as uh, 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 picking of wife goes. You know, he's 0 for 2. That's all good. He's 0 for 2. Third time's a charm, and I really believe that. Greg's got it this time. Big time. Big time. Either way, good for you, Greg. Proud of you. So, uh, what have we been going? 46 minutes. Let's get some Let's Talk Tuesdays. I saw I saw three Let's Talk Tuesdays in the P's and Q's mail. Remember, if you got a question for me on Let's Talk Tuesday, you go Pod at gmail.com. Or you hit us up on Instagram. Or you fucking fire one over to TikTok. I'll see it. Let us know. Shout out to all you guys who are helping us out. Again, when we on the 42nd floor of the Columbia Tower, you're in. Quit your job. Come work. Come work at Slime Hand TV. All right. So, the first Let's Talk Tuesday comes from shitting off a cliff in Boise, Idaho. Great name. I love that name. Uh, you're a burglar, and you can only steal one item to inconvenience your victim. What and why? That is such a wild question. Like, so yeah, I break into a house, okay? If my victim is somebody that I truly despise, I'm going to get real, real nasty with it. Like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take their TV remotes. Oh, you know what? No, yeah, I'll just take all their HDMI cables and TV remotes. Just so confused. Oh, I only get one item though. Fuck. It can't be a bundle. Fuck. Um, yeah. Okay. This is a good question because it's, it's one item to inconvenience somebody I really, really don't like. Um, the mattress to their bed. They just get home and nothing looks like it's changed at all. Nothing at all looks like it's changed and it's just the mattress of the bed is gone. What the fuck? What the fuck? Take their mailbox key? Oh my god. That would be so fucked. It just, I don't know where the mailbox... Listen, I don't know where the the mailbox key is. It was right here. We hang it in the same spot. It's fucking gone. Daddy gotcha. Have fun not getting your mail anymore. Take your internet modem. Take your wireless internet from you. Just take the modem. You got to wait three, four days for it to get sent back to you. You just got nothing. You got to watch DVDs on your PS3. (laughs) Hell yeah. So thank you for shitting off a cliff. I appreciate the Let's Talk Tuesday. Enjoy Boise, Idaho. Okay. Here's the next one. Your job is to pick the most awful actor to play James Bond. Who do you pick and why? Clem, you're losing all your hair and you need to lose weight. Tacoma, Washington. That is okay. That person obviously knows me. That that person obviously knows who I am. Tacoma, Washington. Who the fuck are you? That's got to be some sort. Of, they probably live in in Ballard. You know who this is? This is probably Jack Sandstrom. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd bet. I'd bet fifty dollars. Jack Sandstrom sent that in. Fifty easy. So picking the most awful actor to play James Bond. So okay, who do we have? Pierce Bronson. Bronson? Bronson? Pierce Bronson was a was a James Bond guy. He was the original James Bond. He was my James Bond. And then it was Daniel Craig, right? That was those were the two of my generation. So You gotta think about what James Bond is. It's a fucking it's a handsome gentleman who kicks fucking ass and has a laser pointer for an eye. Who's just a super annoying actor in Hollywood? Jerry Seinfeld? Wouldn't that be so fucked? Jerry Seinfeld is fucking as James Bond? <laughs> What's the deal with this car? I can't get it open. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Nah, no, that's that's too like it's gotta be a younger guy. Let's pick a younger guy than that. Hmm. Let's... If I could pick a singer, it'd be fucking Axl Rose. God, that would be annoying. Shaking that dad. Ugh. Just the worst. Who's a fucking super annoying actor? I just can't stand. You know who I don't like? That kid with the glasses who's like... He's kind of, he's a husky, he's a husky young man with glasses and long hair, and he plays the same character, um, time machine cast. He was in the office a little bit at the very end during the bad episodes. Uh, Clark Duke. He, he always Clark Duke always has that his name in everything that he does is like yeah Jacob or Elliot or some bullshit like that what's his names in all these movies let's see here We'll pull up we'll pull up his IMDB we'll take a look Clark Duke is look him up he's the kid with the fucking oh God come on resume. Contact agent? What? Okay. He plays Jacob in Hot Tub Time at two, Thunk in the Crudes, Marty in Kick Ass. He plays. God damn it. Why is this? A pop up showed up. I'm sorry. Jared in room 104. Doug McDougall in The Last Movie Star, Clark in Show Business, Clark, Trilly Zane, and then in Super Mansion, he plays Ganky. He's always got just some bullshit name. Oh, God, he's annoying. He's so annoying. He just plays this like, huh? Oh, oh, oh. You know what? I, when I make that noise, you know what I'm talking about, too, is the thing. Is if you know who Clark Duke is, and you know what I'm talking about, you you know what noise that is. Clark Duke as James Bond would be so annoying. I would not watch that movie. I would watch it. Flip flop. I would watch it. I'd absolutely watch it just so I could talk shit the whole time. Oh, if you wanted to watch that movie and actually appreciate it, don't watch it with me because you're not getting a minute of of silence watching that movie. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ad libbing. I'm gonna be doing it all. I, it's probably one of those ones that I'd probably when Clark Duke is James Bond, I will probably have to watch that movie by myself because I'm sure anybody who's ever watched a movie with me. I say some funny stuff, okay? But I'm sure it gets tiring. I'm sure it gets annoying as all hell when I'm ad-libbing every single scene because every scene to me, I'm like, I could make that funny. I could make a, a Schindler's List. There's scenes of it I could make funny. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Not if you actually put them into the movie and watch. Actually, yeah, it would be even crazier. If Schindler's List came out and the guy was like, Remember where he's acting all asking all the Jewish people like what do they do for a living so he can you know put them on his list and can you imagine he's like well you what do you do for a living and one of the guys was like i suck cock ah <laughs> god that was good cool well i got to tell you guys i'm uh, coming up on an hour and to be to be just 100% Totally frank with you. I'm tired as hell. It's been a long week. I just crushed this chicken Caesar wrap. Washed it down with some onion rings. Beer battered. Air fried. Keep the change. Don't need a receipt. That one's fine with me. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just been work. Shipyard, what I'm doing right now is so... It's such a grind, you know? It's an absolute grind. I love my job now. My new job is legit kick fucking ass. It's so much cooler and so much more enjoyable than my old job. Jesus, it's crazy. But it's sometimes super stressful and sometimes it's just, you're just grinding, you know. You don't see anything like, you know, too crazy. Nothing happens that's like over the line. I could tell you about some of my coworkers, but if they end up getting a hold of this, I don't want to, I'm looking to make a career out of this place. And I don't, I don't even want to say anything. I like my coworkers. And if I said anything that seemed remotely, like I was shit talking to them, oh, it would work through the grapevine. Oh, then I'd be never, I'd never be trustworthy, worthy again. I would just be that guy. would be the new guy who talks shit about people on a stupid podcast. Well, I got a chance here. I'd like to thank all 13 of you listeners out there making the dream come true. We're going to start putting some of this content on uh, TikTok and on the internet. Fuck yeah, it's going to be so sick. Um, But I do appreciate you guys telling friends about this. And oh, one thing I did see on my way home from work today, I was leaving the pier and you have to go through a guard shack. And every single time I leave, I look over and there's like 10 or 15 goose, geeses, gooses, gooses sounds right. Kind of these gooses, these geese, there's like 15 geese usually. And they're just kind of chilling today. There was only like three and two of them were in the middle of the road. So i had to go super slow past them. And I look over and there's a goose standing in the grass and it's kind of crouched down And its mouth is like stuck open and it is squirting shit out of its ass. Like a lot. Like a, like a, like a, it's like a toothpaste tube with like like a CO2 cartridge in it. Just blasting shit all out of its ass. And then I thought about, I've never seen a goose shit before. Is it like that every time? There was so much. I always feel like I see little logs on the ground when there are geese around. Like if you go and run Green Lake. And you like look down by where all the geese chill out. You think that it's just little logs. They just shit nugs. Like while they're walking and like eating grass or whatever it is. is, By the way, do do geese eat grass? Or what are they mowing on in the ground constantly? Where they're just plucking shit out of the ground. Like they're shitting on the ground and then just eating right... Right next to like human sayings, like I don't shit where I eat. That means you don't like party with your co workers, basically. Geese shit and where they eat also at the same time. It's brutal. Foul little animals. Meaner than fucking rattlesnakes, too. They're fucking no shit. You run at geese, they run back at you. It's no joke. <laughs> One time there's an albatross. So when I was working on the boat, uh, one thing that you have to do before you um, haul back the net or shoot the net out is you got to get all the seagulls off the deck because they'll just come and chill out on the deck, especially when it's real nasty. I'll, they'll just they plant themselves all over the fucking boat. And uh, my deck boss was like, get all he, he made sure we get all the seagulls and you just chase them. They run and their fucking stupid feet make them slip and they like bounce their head off of the deck and some of them will, like throw up and shit. They're stupid. They're stupid as all hell. Now, Albatross is a trifle wing, but it looks like a seagull. Like almost identical to a seagull. The coloring might be a little bit different. And uh, there was one time I was on deck and we we're clearing all the seagulls off, and there was this one giant seagull. I didn't know what an Albatross was at the time. There's one giant seagull in the middle of the deck. And I was like, look at this fucking guy. He's not moving for anybody. And the lead deck hand goes, why don't you go just pick it up and throw it off? And I was like, okay. And I went over there and I took two, three steps towards it. It stood up and put its wings out and took a step towards me. And I was like, eh? And turned around like looked back at the guy who told me to go get it. And I was like, okay. And I took another step kind of cautiously like Benny the Jet Rodriguez and Sam Lott. And I take another cautious step towards it. It takes two steps at me and then puts its wings all the way out. And I'm like, excuse me, what is going on with this seagull? And uh, the deckhand Joe, that's the, that's what his name is, Joe. He's he's the guy who's telling me, he's like, hurry up, we're hauling back. Get that fucking thing off the deck. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And so I started coming towards it. It comes towards me even faster. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then my deck boss, Stan, looks out and he goes, Don't you pick that fucking thing up with your bare hands. It'll bite your finger off. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, it's an albatross, you fucking idiot. Fucking Joe's crying laughing on the other side, just laughing his ass off. I put gloves on and that fucking thing bit at me a lot. It was mean as shit, dude. No joke. Albatross are fucking mean. And so are Goose. They're cousins. They're cousins. They meet up for Thanksgiving dinner, and they eat turkey. Those two dogs eat turkey. They like it. They're like, look at this fucking pigeon. Just got hunted fucking butterball. Stuff that ass. I get to keep the carcass after we're done. Fuck those things, dude. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Uh, It's Friday if you're listening to this. I hope you had a fantastic week. Go have a kick ass weekend. Go enjoy the fucking sun, dude. Chill out. Go have some fun. Have some drinks with your boys. Have some. Have some. Have a ladies' night. That's on me. You're welcome. That's on me. You guys go have fun. Okay. But other than that, hope you had a had a fun one tonight. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Force them to listen to it. Take them on a road trip and be like, oh, have your P's and Q's podcast. And like. Nah, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then you just turn it on, lock the doors, you're going 65. Hitting down I-5, heading towards Tijuana, baby. Enjoy all 120 episodes. Fuck yeah, 120? That's dope. Dope dope that I ever smoked. All right, love you guys.